Welcome to the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. The Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network is designed to combine sound doctrine with intimate conversations to produce a love for God and a love for your neighbor. God bless you. This is Anthony, the host of the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. This is another YouTube edition of the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast. And I wanted to jump on here because I have been doing a lot of studying lately. Our church has been going through our declaration and our declaration um, is the foundations of the fundamentals of our faith of what we believe that I'm born again, spirit filled, spirit led. Uh, Bible grounded, grace empowered, loving, forgiving, generous, committed to community, continuous in prayer, enthusiastic in my serving and patient in my suffering and prepared to see Jesus when that day comes. And we did um, our sermon uh, on loving a couple of weeks ago. What does it mean to be loving? And I thought it would be important to share this in a video um, is what what is love according to the Bible? What is love according to the Bible? Because when we look up the word love, um, maybe in our dictionary, um, you know, to feel affection towards someone, to have a uh, deep feelings, you know, uh, uh, to be romantically attractive. Right. You know, this is the general idea of love. And that type of love is found in the Bible. The word phileo. Um, I believe it's 53, uh, 68 to love. It is indicates feelings of warm affection, the kind of love expressed with a hug or a kiss. And, and that kind of love is very prevalent in, in the Bible. And we understand that that kind of love is person to person, human to human. But there's a love that God has reserved for himself um, and that word is different from all of the versions of phileo or philea, right? Uh, the root word of Philadelphia, my hometown, is uh, phila, which is love uh, of the brethren. The Philadelphia is a city of brotherly love. You know, you have philanthropists, uh, people who love humanity. Um, you, you have um, philosophy which is the love of wisdom. Phila is love and Sophia is wisdom. And you find that in your strongs as you do your research and you look up these terms, but none of those terms really apply to our love for God and God's love for us. There's a different word that speaks to that. There's a different word that anchors what God means by love. When we say God is love, we're not talking about uh, phileo. We're not talking about that word. We're talking about a word um, that is pronounced agapeo, agapeo. Um, and this particular word is G25 in your strongs. And when you look this word up, it's important because this word is distinguished from phileo which is that affectionate love, that warm feeling, that hug or kiss kind of love. This type of love uh, has a social or moral sense. Agapeo for a believer is preferring to live um, through Christ 
embracing God's will, choosing his choices and obeying them through his power. And that's just part of the definition. But let's just think about that, that love as it relates to God, God's kind of love. When a believer loves God, he chooses God's choices. He um, obeys God's will through God's power. Now, that doesn't sound anything like love. <laughs> it doesn't even sound like love, but that's love. When, when, when the Bible says to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself, that's the kind of love that he's talking about. When Jesus um, said in John 13, 34, that a new commandment I give you, that you love one another as I, as I have loved you, go and love one another. And this, by this, men will know that you are my disciples uh, by the love you have for one another. That love is agapeo. It is what truly loving is. Truly loving, you know, this refers to what God prefers as he is love. And so God is the only one that can define love. Uh, literally, uh, for a believer, agapeo is actively doing what God prefers with him by his power and by his direction. And so when 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 the Bible talks about love in the sense of a command from God or a love for God, it's literally talking about actively doing what God prefers. What is it that God prefers in relationships? What is it that God prefers when it comes down to how a relationship is structured? Because some things, you know, the warm um, <clears throat> affection, the phileo type of love um, is uh, real and it's important, but it's not the kind of love that God desires, that God prefers. And this is why I tell people that when someone mistreats someone that they say they love, it doesn't mean that they don't love them because they may have phileo for them. They may have warm affection. And that warm affection may cause them to want to hug or kiss or, you know, even be intimate. But that doesn't mean that you're loving them in the way that God desires us to love. Jesus desires us to love like he loved and he loved his disciples till the end. John chapter 13 and verse one, as Jesus got ready for the, uh, the end of the Passover and he knew that his time on earth uh, was short and that it was time for him to go be with the father. The Bible says that he loved those whom the father gave him and he loved them till the end. Jesus even loved Judas. Verse two says that Satan had already put it in Judas's heart to betray Jesus. Verse three in John chapter 13 says that Jesus then took a towel and knelt down and began to wash the disciples feet. And Judas was among them. God's love is different from our love. God's love is not about how we feel. It's about doing 
what God prefers. It's not about the fact that people deserve it. It's what God prefers. And he desires to love, to love even the unlovable, to love those who don't know how to love him back, to love those who are the unthankful and those that are evil at times. God loves them. Why does he love them? Because he doesn't desire for any to perish. And so God is always looking for the opportunity to redeem those that are unredeemable. Agapeo literally is preferring what God prefers, choosing God's choices, doing what God desires with him by his power and by his direction. And so uh, how do we love our neighbor? Uh, Matthew chapter uh, 22 uh, verses 36 through 40. Uh, and the Pharisees came and they began to question Jesus, right? And they asked him, teacher, what is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus answers them and he says, it's to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength. He said, and the second is just like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. He said, by these two commandments, you fulfill all of the law and the prophets. And what is he saying? That to love is to do what God desires because God is love. God is the one by which love comes from. That is his very nature. That is the what very well defines him is love. And so how can you learn to love if you don't know God? <laughs> because God is love. How can you love if it's not according to the way God has commanded us to love? Because our human love feels good. Our human love is um, brings people together. Our human love is really about, you know, how uh, we are connected emotionally. But God's love is about his will and his desire and his purpose and his plan. Think about this. John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. This type of love is unconditional. When God gave his son, mankind didn't do anything to receive that love. It was something that God chose to do. It was something that God preferred, that God desired. It was his will to give his son. Now, salvation, on the other hand, is contingent on us believing on the son. But the love of God is not contingent on anything. The, that's the power of God's love is that love doesn't need love in return in order to keep on loving. <laughs> love doesn't love because uh, people deserve it. Love loves because that's what God prefers. <laughs> it, it, this is the power of love. This is why when we read in um, 1 Corinthians 13, Right. And we, and we read about love in verse four, that love suffers long and remains kind, that love um, does not envy, that love does not seek his own love is not puffed up or does not parade itself around. Love's not easily uh, provoked. Love doesn't uh, rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. We read that, that love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. Right. We read that and we say, well, how do we love like that? Well, this can only be accomplished 
with God by his power and by his direction. The Bible says that while we were yet sinners, God demonstrated his love towards us. That we were enemies. We were aliens. We were uh, angry at God, trying to live our own lives. We didn't care about God. But yet, Jesus still died for that individual. That love is unconditional. That love gives the opportunity for salvation. It doesn't guarantee that a person is going to take it. But the kind of love that God is talking about as it relates to how he loves us and how he's calling us to love him and that kind of love that we give out to one another is a love that is defined by him. Uh, you hear people say, well, I can't help who I love. And what they're probably saying is I can't help who I have warm affection for. I can't help who I care about, you know, but to love, to really love somebody, it's going to have to happen by the power of God, because the kind of love that God is calling for takes his aid and his help, takes his grace and his strength because we can't do it on our own. So what is love according to the Bible? Love according to the Bible is obedience to God through his power and through his direction. That's the only way we can love the way that God wants us to love. And so when, you know, you read those scriptures and he says, love your neighbor as yourself. What you're doing is that you're loving them the way God prefers to love you. How did he love you? Unconditionally. How does he want you to love them? Unconditionally. How does he want you to love? According to the way that he has commanded love. Jesus said, go and love one another as I have loved you. You also go and do. This is important. When we really think about this as a Christian, we need God's help in order to love like he's calling us to love. We can't do it by ourselves. We won't be able to do it by ourselves. Our love will be conditional. Our love will be up and down. Our love will be based upon what a person has done for us lately. And there are so many people struggling to love because out of love comes things like forgiveness, things like service. Uh, you won't serve a person that you are angry with. You won't forgive a person that you feel like doesn't doesn't deserve it but when you're doing it because that's what God prefers then you'll have God's power to accomplish it in God's direction in getting it done and so what is love love is God and how do I love with God by his power through his direction that's agape now go and love God with all your heart soul mind and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. God bless you.